0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sylvain Perrier and welcome to episode 9 of Digital Grocer. This is an amazing experiment right now. I kind of want to call this a little bit of a a pop-up show for our wonderful little podcast. We're here live, not live for you guys because you're listening at some point down in, in the future, but we're here in Vegas on site at a grocery shop. 2018, it's the first iteration coming out of Shop Talk, which was in Vegas as well. It's exciting. And we're seeing some amazing things at the show. We're seeing tremendous amount of innovation through AI technology, a lot of buzz around e-commerce, and even better than some of the key things that we're seeing is the collaboration and the conversations about the evolution of just what humans are doing with technology and A company that has come to my attention, uh, whether it be here in Las Vegas uh, or in Chicago, is right out of the UK, which is amazing Right to see European companies coming into our market and teaching us their ability to innovate, is a company called Spoon Guru. And I have here someone who's their co-CEO and he flew 14 hours to get here and he's laughing at me now he's gonna have to fly 14 hours back to go home and so he's a trooper which is amazing his name is marcus strip marcus welcome to the podcast uh, thank you so much and you, so tell me about spoon guru like what is it that you guys do what's the core of it
1: So we're a UK-based startup, we're an AI-based food search and discovery platform, and our mission is to take the hassle out of finding the right foods for whatever dietary preference you may have. That's a problem we are trying to solve, most people have some kind of food preference nowadays, whether. It's for medical reasons, for lifestyle reasons, for religious reasons. The majority of us now has some form of food preference. Mm -hmm. And yet as soon as you go on any form of exclusion diet, you run into immediate problems. You struggle to find suitable foods for your needs. And we're trying to solve that through the application of machine learning and AI.
0: Is it normal today? So I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So a lot of companies that do e-commerce online, whether it's a retailer or a service provider, we license data, or the retailer owns data, and some of the products that they have are tagged. Mm -hmm. So in the United States, we'd say FDA tagging, it will say, this is heart-safe, this is Mm gluten-free. And so, does your technology go deeper past that information? Can Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah,
1: so yes, we go much deeper. We basically augment and enhance core metadata that's listed on products okay. sometimes consumers find it consuming they don't understand necessarily whether it's just a marketing blurb on the product or whether it's truly healthy mm-hmm. and also people in this day and age that people still have to read labels, it seems a little bit clunky you mm-hmm, know okay. the whole food search and discovery process is broken it needs to be simplified and it needs to be personalized, that's that's our opinion. And we do go way beyond any of the attributes or claims that are contained within a package. That's um, amazing. So we in fact we support more than 180 dietary attributes. Wow. And the retail partners we work with, they basically send us the entire product catalogue and we recommend an enhanced product catalogue with 180 dietary tags. So we go way beyond whether it's just gluten-free or dairy-free or vegan or vegetarian tell you whether it's low sugar, low salt, whether it's, you know, the cholesterol levels, um, whether it's kosher or halal, whether it's, you know, vegetarian, suitable for pescatarians. all mm-hmm. of these, you know, there's no way you could put all these 180 food attributes on a on a physical label. It's just Correct. not going to work. And yet, most people love to be able to search at that level of granularity. And that's what we're supporting.
0: Wow. And- the genesis of your organization and I'm curious because you know being a fellow entrepreneur I tripped over my inventions so but I'm interested to understand your story how did this come about
1: so there's three co-founders in the company okay none of us are foodies um, which in many ways helped us we literally stomped across this problem uh, okay. through personal circumstances my wife has got a number of food intolerances and allergies Oh wow! and I saw once again in a supermarket reading the back of a packet trying to right. understand what an E204 was and, right. and I thought in this day and age it's just crazy that yeah. people can't find foods because we knew, I, I knew there's a wealth of food products out right. there, it's fantastic, right. there's a wide range of products out there and there's enormous demand from a huge segment of the population but yeah. what seems to be missing is a bit in between. Yeah supply and demand is not it's not connected right well enough and so I started discussing this over the garden fence with an old friend a neighbor who is now the co-founder and CTO of the company and we Come said on. look actually that this is a technology solution that's crying out to be
0: created right and
1: we just decided to apply ourselves
0: to it. that's amazing mm. so you actually came and the reason I say sometimes entrepreneurs trip over themselves, right, when they're, they're creating something new is they may not necessarily understand the problem statement. Mm. And so it becomes this solution that is looking for a problem, yeah. right? And so that's why you see pivots yeah. in the industry. That's amazing that you guys do that. So, uh, how long ago was the, the business created?
1: So, the idea we had, so we were incorporated three and a half years ago, wow. and, and we had the idea maybe you know, four years ago, and then we basically, we. You're absolutely right. What I love about my job in this company is the fact that the problem is very clearly articulated. Mm-hmm. We didn't come up with a solution first, which mm-hmm. we needed to market. We knew that it's an enormous uh, consumer problem mm-hmm. that could be overcome for the smart application mm-hmm. of technology. And then we created a product, so we knew we knew there was, an, there was a market right for transformation. Absolutely. So basically, the problem found us, mm-hmm. then we inve- researched the technology, investigated how we would solve it. Mm-hmm. We decided we needed to raise capital because we didn't want to put something out in the marketplace that worked a little bit because, again, when you start, we super serve the allergy group even though we support anybody's lifestyle preferences or food preference, but we realized, again that came through my wife, she said, I don't want another app that works a little bit. It has to work. It It has
0: to be a rich experience.
1: And it has to be reliable, and robust, and 100%. there's Zero margin for error. Mm-hmm. So we realized, in order to do this absolutely properly, we needed startup capital. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't actually researched the market by that point. But we decided, let's write a business plan. If we manage to raise mm-hmm. seed investment, we're going to do it. We're going to resign from our jobs and dedicate ourselves to it. And if we can't raise money, then so we stay in our well-paid jobs and enjoy our corporate careers. Yes wrote a business plan over Christmas, had no idea how huge the addressable audience is. You know, Nielsen published a study last year that showed that 64% of the world's population is now on some form of exclusion diet. That's correct. So if you're not on an exclusion diet, you're in a minority. And yet, as soon as you decide to to restrict certain foodstuffs from your diet, you run into immediate problems. Correct. So that's what we're trying to solve. When we saw that, the scale of the opportunity, Wrote a business plan and we managed to get seed investment secured within a few weeks. Great. So and then we basically resigned. The three of us resigned from our jobs and, and
0: have you and have you raised more money since your yeah, initial, initial round? a couple of rounds? That's yeah. great. And how many employees today?
1: We're now thirty people. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Good yeah. for you. Now tell me about your UK based retail partners. My understanding is you are working directly with Tesco. Yeah. And how did that come about?
1: So our First client happens to be the world's uh, second largest supermarket, which <laughs> was an incredible coup cool for us. The stars aligned for yeah. us and for them, and they just changed their management structure. That brought in a new chief digital officer who came from Amazon, mm-hmm. and he realized so first of all, they saw from their own data that consumers have dietary preferences and that food preferences now the mainstream. Mm-hmm. They saw from their own data that 55 percent of their search mm-hmm. queries had some kind of diet, dietary search term associated with it. They needed to differentiate themselves in the market and they wanted to provide adequate consumer experiences. So they became aware of us because We also have an app in the marketplace, a food search and discovery app, which allows you to scan barcodes, search hundreds of thousands of recipes and products. They wanted to be in the app, they wanted to be represented. Then they became aware of our technology and we started having a conversation around whether it would make sense for them to license our technology to power all of their online search, their dietary filters online. Wow. And they basically kicked the tires on our technology, took us through due diligence, because obviously the reputation risk is yes. absolutely enormous. If you get it wrong, especially with allergies, uh, if mm-hmm. somebody goes into an anaphylactic shock, at work, worse, so it would be absolutely disastrous uh, from a human perspective, or from a corporate perspective, yeah, of course. And so they needed to satisfy themselves, that so our capability is robust and reliable enough. So they tested us and were satisfied that it was reliable and robust enough to expose to their customers. And we launched in May last year, and we've been running their online search ever since. You know, they've got 50% of the online market so in yes. the UK, so they're huge. And that allows us to we've reached millions and millions of customers yes. through their network. Yes. Haven't had a single reported error. We crunch more than 14 billion data points every night to make sense of unstructured data. So it's a proper AI yes. play, but clearly it works. It works from a technical perspective, but more importantly, it yes. also works from a from an experiential perspective. So the consumer yeah. experience, the feedback they've had has been fantastic. The net promoter scores improved significantly. The conversion rates are seeing. Mm-hmm have improved dramatically and it's had a direct impact on the ability to acquire and retain customers because it's a no-brainer if you provide a fantastic shopping experience then of course it impacts your commercial kpis
0: you recently published some numbers Mm. can you share that with the audience a little bit is that possible or is that, or
1: numbers around
0: I think some of the health results yes. or the provability of the, your, your yeah. technology. So
1: we've published a clinical paper which we instructed an independent health consultant a, a registered uh, doctor and nutrition okay. to assess the quality of our algorithm Okay. when it comes to assessing the suitability of specific products for people with an allergy. Yes. That was what we wanted to know. How good is our algorithm when it comes to determining the suitability of specific products mm-hmm. compared to health professionals?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We wanted some peace of mind internally. We wanted to set a KPI which we could track, but also we, you know, when we speak to our partners, we wanted to make sure they have got confidence in our capability. So the result of that study was that our algorithm is actually outperforms health professionals. When it comes to understanding whether a specific product is suitable for somebody with a nap allergy, which was an incredible finding. That machine learning, now within a relatively short period of time, is already more advanced and sophisticated when it comes to interpreting natural language statements, often on, on packaging. And that was a significant result. And we published it. And our message, you know, our message to the industry and specifically to the health profession is. It's not that the robots are coming it's not that the robots are taking over no. but embrace technology and use it in combination with you know human domain expertise to provide the best possible solution for the industry but fundamentally and for the end consumer correct. everybody's better off you know? correct it's holistically that the two of them are now proven to work yeah. beautifully in terms yes. they scale you know machine learning obviously. Algorithms scale much better than you know human workforce. That's true. The two of them in combination in time is just fantastic.
0: That's amazing. And now Tesco is on board. with this great technology and these results. Yeah. Has that scaled beyond Tesco in Europe and UK?
1: Yes. So when we announced the Tesco partnership, that sent ripples across the entire industry in the UK, obviously because. They basically went out of the gate first to say consumer demand has changed, Uh consumers want personalized, tailored food choices, they want accuracy, transparency and choice, and all the other retailers now need to respond. Uh So We have been off the back of that partnership, we have been able to talk to retailers, leading retailers around the world, Uh and we are about to announce three major partnerships with the leading retailer in Australia, the leading retailer in Holland mm-hmm. and a significant partnership in the US. And I can't unfortunately tell you. No who problem. It is. In the next two weeks it will be announced and it's, Congratulations. Uh,
0: it's fantastic. That is amazing. That is amazing. So what's the future? You you have this great technology, you have these amazing and maybe you can't tell us, but you have these, you know, this great tech, amazing partnerships now. You're global. Mm. Yeah. Right? And we are in a global village. Mm. So you strike me as a type of individual that is more than twenty-four months out in your thinking. Can you share with the the audience a little glimpse of that?
1: We just want to remove the friction from the whole food search and discovery process, mm-hmm. and not just online across all channels. You know, the fact that I, I've just turned vegan this January and wow. walking around here. You know, we're in a hotel. I don't know if you're staying here, but the rooms are fully digitized. It's amazing. Everything yes. is controllable via tablet. That's it's amazing. Right. You Can open the blinds, close the blinds, change the lighting in every room. But I still can't punch in my food preferences in, into the tablet to find suitable menu choices mm-hmm. here. This is just crazy. So we want to. We are going to expand beyond. We are capturing the. We're transforming the retail experience around the world. We're hoping to be ubiquitous, but we really food is such a broad area. So we,
0: why wouldn't Yelp integrate? platform.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't I'm they? just throwing that idea. <laughs> yeah. out, right? Why wouldn't they? Exactly. And they should. Make it and easy. They Make it right. easy. Yeah. So food, we're gonna go beyond retail. People need to eat. Yes. Tour- tourism is an exciting area. Mm-hmm. We continue to go downstream because we really want to reach as many people as we can because we want to see the struggle uh, to end. So retailers are perfect partners for us because they through our retail partners we reach millions and millions of people. But we will also start to go upstream to the consumer packaged good companies. Yes, they choose. need yeah, because they they need insights, they love we can bring to the table, we can help them with new product development. There's also a a move towards uh, direct-to-consumer mm-hmm. strategies for consumer packaged good companies so we're gonna help them reach their audiences amazing that's where we're going
0: well congratulations on your idea now you're at grocery shop mm-hmm. tell me what's exciting what are you seeing that's getting you all pumped up
1: i absolutely love the fact that you've got large international companies here mm-hmm. taking startup technology seriously mm-hmm. You know, Walmart are here, all the large international retailers are here, and they're all happy to investigate. You know, what, what is happening on the technology side of things, because they realise we need to we need to move things forward. You know, we've been stagnant for a little while. We specialise in personalization. I love the fact that that is, seems to be the number one topic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're really excited to be here and to, just to see the, the creativity in general, and that the and there seems to be a real appetite for transformation Absolutely. and innovation.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank and if you. people want to get a hold of you, what's the the URL for your website?
1: Spoon.guru. You'll find us and all the you know, usual uh, social networks. So just search for Spoon Guru. That's There's only one. More- there,
0: Literally, there is only one folks You here to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode nine. Stay tuned for episode 10 in the near future. I think Mark and I are going to be doing a full show debrief and share with you some of the amazing tech that we've seen, and maybe uh, share with you as well uh, some, uh, some of the other cool techs and partners that we've talked to here at Mercatus. I know that we have some amazing announcements that are going to be coming out soon. And if you have any questions, Please don't hesitate to visit our website, mercatus.com, as well as on Twitter at Mercatus. Is it, Mark, is it at Mercatus Tech? Yes, at Mercatus Tech. At Mercatus Tech. Thank you so much, folks. Stay tuned.